Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I have five reminders for you today, things that I feel you need to hear. And these came to me as I was napping with Athena this morning. Well, she was napping in my arms. I, I love my snuggles with her. And I was meditating and just feeling into what does this community really need to hear? What do they need to be reminded of today? So there are five things that came through. The first one is things may not always happen in the exact timing or in the exact form that you want. Now, you've heard this reminder from me before, but I really feel like a lot of you need to hear it again. I was reminded of it as I was walking on the beach yesterday morning. We are back in North County, San Diego. You actually may hear the ocean in the background because I am leaving the door open when I'm recording because I'm just, oh, I miss California. I miss the ocean after living by the ocean for 20 years and now living in Austin. It's just, uh, I just miss this beautiful, magnificent ocean. Anyway, I digress. I was walking along the beach and reminded of when I lived here, when I moved here in 2017. When I moved here in 2017, I left LA. I was very single. I was happy with my professional life, but my personal life really wasn't where I wanted it at all. All my friends were married, having babies, and I just felt like I was behind and that the things that I really wanted in life weren't going to happen for me. I was very frustrated. And I walked this beach alone many, many, many times or with a girlfriend just talking about, man, like, what do I need to do differently? You know, why am I still single? Why am I this or that or whatever? And it wasn't coming from a victim place. It was really coming from a place of curiosity because I always felt a really deep longing to have a family. And mostly that meant to me a partner, but also really open to having children as well. But it just wasn't happening. But eventually it did. (laughs) And I was walking the beach yesterday morning. Athena was sleeping on my chest in her little carrier and Steph was beside me. And I was just filled with so much gratitude of, wow, you know, it's five years later. Wait, did I do my math right? Yes. (laughs) Five years later, I certainly wanted it five years sooner than it happened, but eventually it happened. And I've said this before, your longings, your really deep heartfelt longings, the things you know are the things that really are in alignment with your highest good. The things you know are in your heart. It's your psychic knowing of what's to come. Now, our longings are different from our ego desires. You know, sometimes our ego desires, well, if I had more money, then I'd feel more content. Or if it was in a relationship, then I'd like myself. Or if I lost 20 pounds, then I'd feel confident. When we're looking for something to fill a void, that's more of an ego want. And it comes from a place of lack. But when we just feel something in our heart, like we just feel it. It's like it's already there, but it's not here in physical form. It's our knowing of its coming. And again, we can't always control the timeline and we can't control the form, but eventually it will come. So have faith that it is coming and surrender that it may look different than what you thought. It may look different in terms of timing. It may look different in terms of form and let that be okay. Second reminder, and I sent an email about this yesterday, self-care. One thing that I have noticed really has fallen through the cracks since I've become a mother is my own self-care. Now, I'm not eating Doritos and, you know, watching Netflix all night, but I'm not exercising as much as I could be. I'm not getting my body work. I'm not doing the things that normally I was so good at. Well, one, because 
I have this baby that is my priority and two, I'm just tired. But I've realized that when I do invest in my self-care and I take the time to do something for me, Athena is better for it. And I coached probably hundreds of mothers before on the show and in my private clients and at retreats and workshops. And I've always said to them, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Give from your saucer, fill your cup and give from the overflow. But now that I'm living it, (laughs) I realize how difficult and challenging that can be because we're so wired, especially as women, to give and give and give, and especially as mothers. And so I want to remind you once again that my signature retreat is coming up the first weekend in October, and it is the epitome of self-care. You will really learn how to take care of yourself, put yourself first in not a selfish way, but a self-honoring way so you have more to give. So you're a better mother, you're a better partner, you're a better friend, you're a better sister, you're a better daughter, and you're just better to yourself. That's the most important thing because when you're better to yourself, you're just better to and for everyone else. And I think we as women, we sometimes fall a little bit into the martyr archetype and a little bit into the, I'm just going to give and give and give and put myself last because that's just what I have to do. And, and these people need me. And one question that I have really asked myself a lot when I have guilt over leaving Athena with her beautiful nanny or with her father or with her grandparents and doing something for myself is I ask, okay, does she really need me or do I need her to need me? And that has been a very, very powerful question. So to any of you, whether you're a mama or not, if you struggle with putting yourself last or second or not making yourself a priority and giving, giving, giving and not being great at receiving, I highly encourage you come to the retreat. You will break out of that pattern. You will learn how to receive you will learn how to drop more into your feminine. You'll learn more about what femininity really is. So again, it's the first weekend in October in Austin, Texas. Go to christinepastor.com slash signature retreat. Okay, third reminder. There's probably things you're doing that you judge, things you don't like about yourself, patterns that you want to change. Maybe you notice you quote unquote sabotage things or you emotionally eat or you're judgmental or you, you avoid things, whatever that may be and you just really want to fix it, you really want to change it, and you hate this about yourself, or you don't like it about yourself, okay, remember, nothing ever heals or shifts in the energy of judgment. Only love and acceptance heals and transforms. Anything you're doing that's quote-unquote negative has a positive intention. Sabotage, perfectionism, controlling, hypervigilance, judgment, people-pleasing, all these things are patterns of protection. You do these things because there's a great payoff. You sabotage because you don't want to get hurt. So if you blow it up, then there's no risk of getting hurt. You judge because if you love too much, if you let people in too much, if you don't always have your eye out for what could go wrong, you could get hurt. Bottom line, we do all these things to protect ourselves from getting hurt, from being abandoned, from having a loss, from whatever our fears, from being judged. So Any of those things that you want to change about yourself, the judging, the people-pleasing, the sabotaging, the perfection, whatever it is, number one, you've got to stop judging. Number two, look for what the positive intention is. Again, anything quote-unquote negative has a positive intention. Figure out what the positive intention is. So for example, 
say you sabotage a relationship, be it romantic or friendship or whatever, gets too close, you blow it up in some way. That's because there's a part of you that's afraid of getting hurt. So that saboteur, it's a protective pattern. It's a protective part. So you go to that protective part. Okay, what's another way I could protect myself from getting hurt that doesn't involve sabotage? Well, I could communicate my needs. I could speak my fears. I could work with a coach or counselor. You get the same positive intention in a different way. And then the patterns of protection don't need to fight so hard to protect. Fourth reminder, please don't ever come at personal development from the energy of I'm broken. We're never done. You're always going to be, for lack of a better word, working on yourself. A better way to say you're always going to be growing and evolving. Unless you decide to completely shut down your awareness, go unconscious and just live a rinse and repeat life, which I don't think any of you listening are going to do. So you might have things that continue to come up. You might've been working on something for what feels like decades. That's okay. You're human. But please, please, please don't come at personal development from I'm broken. Like I would never want anyone to come to my retreat from, oh my gosh, I hope this retreat fixes this thing I don't like about myself. No, the intention is I am going to this retreat or I'm hiring this coach or I'm doing this workshop to learn to grow, evolve, to take care of those tender parts of me. Nothing is wrong with me. I am not broken. I don't need fixing. I'm not hiring this coach or taking this course to fix this thing about me. We never want personal development to be goal-oriented. We want it to be growth oriented. And finally, and this is a simple reminder, but an important one, find moments to be joyful and grateful. I was sitting on our patio this yesterday morning, actually nursing Athena and just filled with tremendous gratitude, overwhelming gratitude for so many things. And it occurred to me, wow, sometimes I'm so in the day-to-day that I don't stop and just be grateful. And you don't need the ocean to do that. You could look down and go, oh my gosh, I have five fingers on each hand. That's really amazing. I'm so grateful for that. All the things I can do with my hands. I'm so grateful for this breath. You know, I'm so grateful for this tree. Take those moments of gratitude because gratitude to me is one of the most powerful manifesting emotions we can be in. Because when we're in the energetic of gratitude, first of all, studies have shown that it does reduce anxiety. So if you suffer from anxiety, a gratitude practice is a great, great thing to start and to really maintain. So it releases feelings of anxiety, gets us in the present moment, but it completely moves us out of the energetic of lack. And to me, gratitude is the gateway to joy. You know, joy and happiness aren't sustainable states. No one's joyful and happy all the time. That's, that's okay. We're not supposed to be. As humans, we have a variety of emotions and feelings that we experience. But that gratitude for the present moment, for whatever we're dealing with, even gratitude for the challenges, that gratitude is the gateway to our joy. And when we can be in that energetic of gratitude and open our awareness to joy, that's how we start to manifest more of the things that bring us additional gratitude and joy. And speaking of gratitude, I am especially grateful for all of you. Thank you for listening. I hope these reminders were helpful. Maybe one or all five of them were exactly what you needed to hear today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.